of you are not used to celebrating in the house of God. But there is a reason why it's called the house of God, not a burial ground. This is the house of celebration. I said, this is the house of celebration. And we are celebrating! Hey! Listen to me. I really love the way Mommy Michael was jumping. Because you see, in this place, when you come in and it's the old person, before the service you finish, you should be younger. If they ask you, but be, when you were going to church this morning, you used to be very slow. But by the time you return, you are like, ah. they ask you, what happened? You say, I've gone to Royal Grace Chapel. Where we become young again. Somebody shout, yeah! Hey! Listen to me, listen to me. You know, listen. This is our month of celebration. Now, hey. different things make people happy. My God. Some is Ogogoro. Asha. Some is Akweteshi. Hey. Some is Amala. Hey. Some is Eba. Oh. Some is Zobo. But do you know what makes us happy? Hey. That we have hey. a God who cares for us. Hey. That we are children of God. That our God is Yahweh. If you are glad you are a child of God, shout yeah! Come put those hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. All right, Father, we thank you for a new month. We thank you, Lord. We have come just to be happy to celebrate you. And we know that celebration will not cease in our life this month. We thank you because our joy shall greatly increase. In Jesus' name we pray. Give your neighbor the artist as five. Say, it's your month of celebration. Listen, 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 listen. Listen, listen, please. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Old people shake, young people give high five. If you want to remain younger, give somebody a high five. But if you want to remain older, give somebody a handshake. I believe you can remain younger. You can get younger again. You can get younger again. Hallelujah. Listen to me. Now, how many of you, somebody have shaken your hand today to say, I celebrate your grace? Nobody celebrated your grace. Now, shake your neighbor and say, I celebrate your grace. Say, I celebrate your grace. I celebrate your grace. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. All right, let's be seated. This is our month of celebration. The Lord has given us a word that the month of November is our month of celebration. Amen. And we are going to celebrate this month. Last Sunday, one of our brothers came to me. And you know, the testimony that was read, he said, Pastor, you know, 
in the group I was online, they normally just give me an assignment and I will do the assignment. And one woman noticed me, a foreign woman, not a Nigerian, I think she's an American, and said, I, you know, I'm picking interest in you and I'm going to sponsor your education. He said, they've never met. They've never met. He didn't do much. He didn't do anything. He didn't go and solicit. But the woman just, I'm going to sponsor your education to any level. This is the month where favor will answer for you. Well, if you don't want it, tell your neighbor, I dash you. But if you want it, say, I claim it. Now, anytime I say something, don't let it waste. If you don't want it, just look at it and say, that one, I dash you. But if you want it for yourself, say, I claim it. I said, this is the month where favor will answer for you. Say, I claim it. Say, I claim it. Glory be to God. Now, we've come today to celebrate. All right? So, I'm just going to put you in the word of God and we will go straight into celebration. Glory be to God. Those of you who are joining us online, I want to welcome you. And um, it's going to be a great time. And after the, I, I want them, okay, I also want the media team to get the video um, that Ellen James gave to you ready because I'll be asking for it. Psalm 100 verse 4, Message Bible. Psalm 100 verse 4, he said, Enter with the password, thank you. Pause there. I didn't know that God has a password. So password did not start with human beings. Now you see, I have an iPhone or I use Apple devices a lot. Now one of the things that happens with an Apple device is that it's very sensitive to wrong password. So the first time you enter the wrong password, it will forgive you. Second time, it will forgive you. Third time, fourth time. After some time, then it will stay disabled for five minutes. In other words, suspecting that you are not the right person. Then after five minutes, it will come back to where you can impute the password. Then if you enter the wrong password again, it will say disable for 10 minutes. Now it has started. Go ahead again and put the wrong password. It will say disable me about 30 minutes. Then it's giving you warning because you are doing things the wrong way. You put in another password, it can tell you it's disabled for one hour. In other words, you don't have access to your device for one hour. Now what that means is that even though the phone is an expensive phone, you can no longer send message. You can no longer check your mail. You cannot do all the wonderful things that that phone has. Why? Because you don't have the right password. So listen to me. Even though you are a child of God, to have access to the glory and the fullness of God, God has a password. And what is that password? And it's, the password is what? Thank you. Thank you. You know, so if you keep entering the wrong password, do you know what happens? The phone then goes into what we call disabled mode. Disabled mode means you will have to lose everything. The first lesson I want you to know is that unthankful people stand to lose what they have. Ingratitude has the power to take from you that which you have. It's your own, but it can take it from you. It's your own, it's your marriage, it's your child, it's your business, but it can be taken from you because you do not know how to celebrate it. What you don't celebrate, you lose. 
Now, going deeper, he said, make yourself at home talking praise. Thank him, worship him. In life, you have the power to choose what you are talking about. You have the power to choose your subjects. Unfortunately, are you with me, people? I, I thought this was my, my, my fan side. My fan. Because last Sunday, they, they, this was where I was getting my energy from. Uh-huh. Hallelujah. Okay, the anointing has come to this place today. All right. I, I agree because today for the first time I saw my mic jumping to praise God. Something is happening at that area. But I think this side, there are a lot of old people that. <laughs> Amen. You can choose your subjects. And I want to tell you today, be deliberate about choosing your subject. Go with me to Sam, to Ephesians. I want to show you something quickly. Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 20. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 20. Give thanks always for all things unto God. What a powerful word. And the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Pause and think about what we just read. This is what we mean the word seller. Say, give thanks always for all things. Unto who? What does this mean? Now, it's very easy to give thanks always for all the good things that happens to us. I buy a new car, very easy. I've gotten promotion, I give thanks to God. My, I, I've eaten today, I've given thanks to God. I give thanks to God. I got my miracle alert, I give thanks to God. But look at what he said, give thanks always. Now, for how many things? Now, all means for the good, the bad, and the ugly. Now, pastor, are you saying that we should thank God for negative experience? Now, listen to me. I didn't write the Bible, but there's a reason why. God said, even in that situation that does not make sense, you still have the power to choose what you will talk about. If you have your phone, you know, this morning I did a check on uh, dictionary.com for two words. The first word is ungracefulness, and the second one is ungratefulness. Because you see, in the Greek, the word thanksgiving is eucharistio. The word grace is charis. So it means in thanksgiving, you have grace in it. There's grace in thanksgiving. And do you know the, meaning, the Greek word for joy? Is actually, we have charis, we have eucharisto, and we have kara. So you see joy, grace, thanksgiving, they are all from a, the same root word. So I decided to check whether the English will agree with it. 
So I checked for ungraceful because I wanted to know whether ungrateful and ungracefulness has similarity and see what dictionary.com gave me. Ungraceful, lacking of grace means lacking charm, elegance, awkward, unglued, ungotten, ungotten, ungovernable, then ungrateful. In other words, the moment you are not conscious about thanking God, the grace of God ceases to be effective in your life. And the word that really got to me are two words. Number one is the word unglued. So you have received something from God. It is yours. But the moment you lack gratitude, that good thing you have received is being removed from you. Unglued. Unglued. In other words, your miracle cannot be permanent when you lose sight of gratitude. It's unglued. Ungotten. In, in fact, it means, you know, I don't know whether those of you are older generation will know, remember this advert of Lux. That's the name of the soap. I don't know whether it's still available, Lux. I don't know, Joy Girl. No, it's Joy. We have Lux, we have Joy. Those were the two major soap. And there is this advert Joy did, I think in the early 90s or late 80s. Joy Girl, you can run. And the lady will start working. I'm sure some of you remember that. That lady will start, and even the shoemaker will like, wow. Because, you know, she used one particular soap then. So, as, everywhere she passes, everybody just look, wow, wow. That is that she's surrounded by grace, right? That is making everybody look, wow. Do you know that you can have your makeup, your good air, your, your, every, your cloth is good, but by becoming unthankful, you lose your attraction, that is what the ungracefulness is saying. That you lose your attraction, you become awkward the moment you lose sight of gratitude. In the realm of the spirits, something will just change. You no longer attract the necessary favor that you need. When you look at yourself in the mirror, and all you can see is the pimples. And you are complaining, comparing your face to the other girl's face. And because of that, you think that you are disadvantaged. I, I think you need to check again. You realize that the most beautiful are not the most married. It's a mystery I've seen in life. It's a mystery I've seen in life. That those who get married are actually not the most beautiful. There is a grace that attracts the right people in their life. Is somebody with me this morning? Now let's go to ungrateful. I'm, I'm, I'm just reading from dictionary.com. You can check it yourself. If you have a phone, dictionary.com. Put ungrateful there and see what I'm going to read out. It means, ungrateful there means unappreciative, not displaying gratitude, 
not giving due returns or recompense for benefit confirmed, conferred, now watch, unpleasant, distasteful. Then the last word you will see in that site is repellence. Watch. So when we merge these two words, ungraceful and ungrateful, ungraceful, what does it do? It unglues. So it takes away that which you have. You start losing it. Ungratefulness, on the other end, begins to repair. So in other words, the moment you lose sight of the grace of God in your life, what does it mean to lose sight of the grace of God? Listen, you go to work every day. You earn your salary. But because of that, you think it is you and your mind that is making that work happen. So you no longer acknowledge God when you are, when you, maybe when you even receive your salary or when you go to that work or when you come. So you take credit for everything, you know, and how do you know? Oftentimes, these are the people that say, monkey, they walk, baboon, they chop. How somebody goes, say, make me, I can't give tight out of my old hard-earned money. I know it's your hard-earned money, bro. You understand? It's your hard-earned money. You earn it. You're the man. You're the strong man. You're the strong girl. It's your money. But you know, you have entered into the realm of ungracefulness. Because the Bible says, do not forget that it is the Lord that giveth thee power to get wealth. I, I, I know you entered the bus. I know you worked hard. I know you are the one that goes to the market. But behind it all, listen to me. All that God needs is just to take your breath. Okay, the air you breathe, if it's yours, God just takes it away. You know? My, I told it during the week that my wife, one of the things that my wife said to me recently that I've changed, that I've increased my gratitude to God is when, we, I think we were on Tuesday or Monday, I didn't know whatever I made her say that. She said she read an article. And in that article, they, she saw how dialysis is being done. All right? I don't know the cost of a dialysis in Nigeria, but I know that it cannot be less than 50,000 naira per dialysis if you are not to exaggerate. May you never know the price. Alright? But just watch what I want to say. And she said to me, that do you know how it is done? I said, how? Explain to me. She said, they will pass two veins into your body. Into the person's body. One takes out the entire blood and puts it in a central point where the blood is purified. Then the other then returns the blood back. The other pipe returns the blood back to the person's body. So this dialysis machine just does what it extracts, purifies the blood, then returns it back to the body. Said so averagely, because of the expenses, People who are undergoing such treatment do it at least twice a week. But if you have more money, you can do it more than that. But the minimum you can do it is twice a week. And for each one you pay for it. Then she said something that really got my attention. He said, but do you know what got my attention? I said, tell me, girl. 
She said, our kidney does that process at least 36 times a day. What the machine does, maybe you do twice. Our kidney does that process. All the kidney just want from you is just drink water and leave the rest for it. So it does it at least 36 times. Then I said to myself, it's very easy to be broke in life. No. It's very easy to be broke. Regardless of how far you have gone, imagine having such an issue alone. And imagine you have to pay even seven times a day for it. And imagine, multiply that by 30 days, then multiply that by one year. No. And you think God has not been gracious to you. You think God has not been good to you. This is why God does not lose, takes, no, does not take for granted when we lose sight of his grace in our lives. Say, no, he doesn't take it lightly. Today, as we thank God, as we thank God, it is my prayer that God will usher you back into his grace. Yeah. I said, God will usher you back into his grace. Now, one of the important things about Thanksgiving is when things are not going well with us. So I want to say something about that. Open to Psalm 27. We want to read, how should we react during difficult season of our lives? Now, why is it important for us to understand difficult season? Because if you are in this world, you will go through a difficult season. People often think that temptation is about fornication alone. When you fornicate, when you steal, when, you see, difficult season are part of the temptation season you will go through. Because see, it is difficult season that tells us where your focus is. It reveals your focus. How I wish I can prophesy to you that you will never go through a difficult season. But if I dare prophesy that to your life, I'm only saying you will never be great in life. If anybody prophesied that you will never go through a difficult phase or a difficult season in your life, the person is simply saying to you that you will not amount to something great. Because it's a part of the process of life is to go to the valley of the shadow of death and still come out on top at the end of the day. You know something? You know, uh, Papa Egan was talking one day. And he said he saw a young preacher preaching. And um, the man was preaching. And he said to himself, you know, you don't know a good preacher or a good servant of God, a good child of God, by the level of success he has. So when you want to find out true success in life, find out what the person has been through and have survived. That is the hallmark of good success. What you have been through and you have survived, and you are still standing, that is the hallmark of a successful person. Because you see, anybody can claim to be successful when it is rosy, when things are going well, when there are no challenges, but you know true success by the battles you have fought, and you have come out still standing in victory. And you see, in life, whether you like it or not, that season will come, but how do you go through that season? 
How should you turn difficult situation around? The answer is in Psalm 27. So let's go to Psalm 27 verse 1. It says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? In other words, there will be times that there will be things in your life that want to scare you. But you remember who is in charge. He said, the Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Now, remember, he's talking about whom here. Whom shall I fear? You know what? There are individual circumstances of life that really, really wants to scare everything out of you. There are seasons where, you know, it will look as though everything is over. There are seasons you may not even have anything to eat. There are seasons where you may go to work and the customers are not coming. There are seasons even when your marriage may appear so tensed. Or there are times where you may feel like just throwing in the towel. Jesus went through his own troubled time. Abraham went through, David went through it. How did they handle it? What is the secret? Go with me. Verse 2. He said, when the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and my foes, they stumble and they fell. What is making them fall? Verse 3. Though an army may encamp against me. Oh, goodness God. Though an army. In other words, you are surrounded with knife-wielding, gun-wielding situation, life-threatening situation. Everywhere you turn, you see them, you see them, you see them, you see them. It's like everything you touch in this season, nothing seems to be working. Say, do an army and camp against me. Say, my heart shall not fear. My heart shall not fear. Now look at it. Though war, go back there. I think I'm not, I mean, though war may rise up against me. In these will I be confident. War is not a small thing, brother. You see, war is a season of weeping, destruction. So he's saying that even though I see destruction all around me, I am surrounded by a season of destruction. I'm surrounded by a season of death. I'm surrounded by a season where everything is so scary. You are hearing God shot here. You are hearing people running there. You are there. He said, I will be confident. Confidence of what? Can you be confident when things are not going well? You see, he's talking about who you are as a child of God. So I will be confident where there is war. Where there is war. Where there is war. I will be confident. Verse 4. We are going somewhere. Follow me. One thing have I desired of the Lord. Now remember that he has just talked about, go back to verse 3. Look at what, where we are coming from. I don't want you to lose sight of verse 3. Go back to verse 3. Though an army, right, 
Though an ocean encamp against me, my heart shall not what? Fear. That's an army. Though war should rise against me, this will I be covenant. Now, this is now the season of destruction. You know, when there is war, buildings are destroyed, everything, there is no, anything is not working. Then verse 4 then says, look at it. One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple now he said to be old beauty remember there is destruction all around there is war things are not going but he said you know i'm going to one thing i desire now david was talking about the temple because the spirit of god was not in them but the bible says the spirit of god is in you because you are the temple of god so in other words david is saying that when i looked around things are so scary things are not working and we close my eyes and remember i'm a child of god i remember that greater one is inside of me now instead of focusing on destruction what will i focus on i will focus on beauty i will create another world around my life i will choose what i am talking about i will choose what i can see you know something the devil wants to put you in a position of hopelessness he wants to put you in a position where you don't see anything working but in that season of your life look within and draw strength from the one that is inside of you see beauty instead of ashes see beauty instead of ashes this is what it means to be praiseful so we are not full of praise because things are going well but we are full of praise because we know whose we are and whose we belong to is somebody with me this morning the devil can throw anything at you but it cannot take away the beauty in your heart. I love this. Look at verse 5. Look at verse 5. We didn't reach verse 5 in first service. I want to quickly do the verse 5. Verse 5. Give me verse 5. For in the time of trouble, <laughs> you see, in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his way. Pavilion. Pavilion is a special building. In the sacred place of his tabernacle, he shall hide me. He shall set me upon a rock. Say with me, the battle is not mine. The battle belongs to the Lord. Now, who is making things happen in the season of trouble here? No, look at it. Who is making things happen here? For in the time of trouble, the He, the capital E, the Almighty is just stepped in. Do you know when God stepped in? When He changed His focus from seeing what is not working to seeing what is working. Instead of looking at the burden, He began to focus on the glory. You see, thanksgiving gives you the power to determine how your story will end. Whether that story will end in glory or in glory, it's determined upon how you approach it. Every glory situation can be turned around through the power of what? Thanksgiving. So you get to the point where you understand that you are not on your own. 
God created you for a purpose. Yea, though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, God is still with you. Even when you are walking through the fire, he said the fire will not burn you. When you pass through the water, he said it will not drown you. You see, you start losing when you focus on the problem, but you start winning when you focus on God. You see, Matthew chapter 24, the Bible said, Peter, Jesus said, come unto me. He was walking on the water, but when he took his eyes away from Jesus and began to focus on the storm. What began to happen? He began to sing. He began to sing. You see, so when you lift up your voice and say, Lord, I don't understand why this is happening right now. I don't know what is going on, but I lift my hand to say thank you. Do you know what you are doing? The moment you start talking praise, you are handing it over to God. You are handing it over to God. When you talk praise instead of talking defeat instead of talking the burden the, the burden do you know what you are saying you are going you are saying lord i know my power is limited i know this is bigger than me i know this is stronger than me and what is the password to hand it over the password is t h a n k y o u when you say thank you thank you you build a bridge over every challenge is a matter of time victory is yours it's a matter of time victory is yours it's a matter of time victory is yours i don't know what you are going through it's time to build a bridge i say it's time to build a bridge it's time to build a bridge that thanksgiving is our bridge over that troubled water thanksgiving is a bridge over troubling situation things will not always be like this things are getting better god is making a way god is making a way i want you to stand and look into your future and say that it is ending in my glory say it is ending in my glory say this is ending in my glory no, I want you to look at any troubling situation right now as you are standing and look at it eyeball to eyeball. I said, Nka. Did I get it well? Nka, Nka, Nka. This one, this one, look one. This one. What do you call this one in your. Is it Messere? What do you call it? Huh? Adam. 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 I know it's Adam. I shall know it's Adam. You look at it and say, Adam. You know, Bible say, you will end in my glory. Say, you will end in my glory. Say, you will end in my glory. You will end in my testimony. The Bible says, listen to me. If the devil had known that things can turn around even in the grave, even in the grave where there is no hope, even in the grave where there is no life, even in the grave, where there is no shouting, even in the grave, where there is no rejoicing, the devil felt when he killed Jesus, it was over. But the Bible said he descended into hell. The God of the last hour showed up in hell. You see, the God waited for the devil to do his worst. I said, God waited for the devil to do his worst. Because the highest he can do was to kill. And after he killed Jesus, 
the Bible said in hell, while the enemy was still rejoicing, there was a shaking and there was a voice that began to speak. Say, lift up your heads, all ye gates, and lift that up here, the last doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord that is strong, the Lord that is mighty, the Lord that is glorious, the Lord that never fails. Lift up your heads. Oh, listen to me. For the first time, there was confusion in hell. There was confusion in hell. Do you know how Colossians put it? Colossians said, of whom spoke principalities and powers. He made a public show. This month of November, God is making a public show. Ah, he's going to displace that problem. He's going to display that challenge. God is fighting your battle. It's not over. It's not over. What do you need to do? Hand it over to God. Oh, yes. I said, hand it over to God. Oh, yes. So you lift your voice and just say, Lord, I thank you. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. it doesn't make sense to say thank you. Oh, yes. But right now, everywhere, just lift your voice and just celebrate God. I want to just celebrate God. The devil cannot win when God is there. I said, the devil cannot win when God is there. In Jesus' name. Amen. Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 19. We are going to be doing something for the next five minutes. Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 19. Out of them shall proceed thanksgiving, and the voice of them that make merry. In other words, and the voice of them that are joyful. Right now, you have entered into a new month. Everywhere you are, we are going to spend at least the next five minutes just celebrating God. You see, it is time you hand it over to God. I said, it is time you hand it over to God. It is time you hand it over to God. It may look as though things are not the way you want it. But it's high time you hand it over to God. Are you ready right now? The next five minutes, I just want you to thank God for everything. 
You know, we stop at number five in the first service. At least we can thank God for at least about 11 things. Lift your voice and just begin to thank God. Hand it over to God. Hand it over to God in thanksgiving. Come on, you know you are limited in your resources. You are limited in your strength. Hand it over to God right now. Let God take control. Give, begin to thank God right now. Begin to thank Him right now. Begin to thank Him right now. Begin to thank Him right now. Thank you for your mistakes. Thank you for the victories. Thank you for the defeats. Thank you for the loss. Thank you for the gain. Thank you for in every situation. Regardless of what is happening right now. Focus on Thanksgiving right now. Focus on gratitude. 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 From the depth of your heart, begin to sing to him. Begin to just sing to him. Begin to celebrate him. Begin to thank him. Gango attractiveness. Gango attractiveness. There is something to celebrate. There is something to be joyful for. Everywhere, lift your voices and thank him. Oh, my God. 
From last week, last week, Monday precisely, I found myself interceding in the rise of glory about sudden death. And um, during the week, one of the people that um, attended rise of glory, I didn't even know, he didn't tell me anything. But I remember that the brother came for that morning prayer, I think one of the days during this week. And I just looked at him, I felt something in my spirit for him. So I, I decided, we prayed for him that morning. And he said, he did not even know that somebody had poisoned him. But all he began to see was that his stomach was getting swollen. And uh, if you were, remember that I was saying on Sunday that you cannot die by po- food poison. How many of you remember that I was yes, just saying? Sir. Not knowing that already somebody was poisoned. But I was saying, you cannot die of food poison. I know it was. I know some of you were looking at me. What was I saying? You see, one of the things I want you to note from that experience is that sometimes we are preaching, but you didn't know. I did not know that sometimes God is the one just saying those things. I, you know, you were here when I was just saying you cannot. Yes, sir. So he said, but from that, even from that, it just it saw that you know, from there about from that time, his stomach began to swell. His stomach began to swell, and he was not able. He was feeling weak. But on, on one of the days of rise to glory, we we began to pray. And he said, afterward, he felt, he went to the toilet and saw himself vomiting strange black substance. So when all those things was put out, mm-hmm. so from that time, he felt a new life in him. That was oh, when it dawned on him that he had actually eaten something. Oh, yes. For none of you can die of poison. Amen. Possible. 
Yes, not possible. They are only wasting their time. Yes. Yes. They are only wasting their investment. Oh, yes. They are wasting their resources. Oh, yes. Oh, it's not God, possible. On Thursday again, I, I remember looking at one of them and I felt the Lord just laying that we should pray for him. So I called him in the middle here after rise to glory and, and we lay hands on him. And when we he came back the next day and said, Pastor, do you know what happened? That morning I woke up. Said so I felt cobwebs was just around all my head. So as I was coming for the prayers in the morning, I was struggling with the thought of the cobwebs everywhere. Said, but when he was prayed for after rise to glory from there, it was as though the thing just lifted. And the Lord delivered him. Yes. Listen to me. I, I'm saying this so that you will know that God still answers prayer. Yes. Now, we are going to be praying this special prayer. Why is it special? Because you see, for about three or four weeks now, I've not spoken to my father in the Lord. Whilst I was in this service today, he didn't know all this. But he could not get me because my phone was not with me. My wife forgot her phone in the house. But he had to call some other people he knew that they should give me a message. And those of you who were in first service, a paper was handed over to me. To hand it over to him in the service and tell him he should ask the church to intercede against sudden death. So that means, you see, during this period of two weeks, we've had somebody that was beaten by scorpion and the Lord delivered. We've had somebody that was poisoned and the Lord also delivered. That means the enemy is in the business of wanting to usher us to a season of mourning. But we say no. Yes. I said we say no. No. We say no. We are going to be praying. And anyone that, whatever agenda the enemy has, when God reveals, he redeems. Oh, yes. Psalm 118, verse 16 says, the right hand of the Lord is exalted. Oh, yes. The right hand of the Lord doeth valiantly. Oh, yes. Verse 17 then says, I shall not die, yes, yes, but yes, live yes. and declare the works of the Lord. Oh, yes. Verse 18, the Lord had chastened me so, uh -huh. but he had not given me over to death. Oh, yes. The Lord had chastened me so, but he had not given me over to death. Oh, yes. In one accord, I want us to lift up and stand on this word. Say with me in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Every agenda. Every agenda. Sudden death. We resist you. We cancel you. We cancel you. In the blood of Jesus. None shall die. None shall be buried. No head of fire. We stand. Hallelujah! 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 H
In Jesus' name we pray. So with every cloth of the grave. So with every cloth of the grave. Every grave cloth. Every grave cloth. That is waiting to cover me. Cover my household. Cover my loved ones. In the name of Jesus. Be consumed by fire. Be consumed by fire. Every grave cloth. Waiting to be my covering. Waiting to be the covering. Of my loved ones. In the name of Jesus. Let the fire of God. Consume you right now. Go ahead and fire rise and Fire rise and fire. in Jesus name we pray lift up your right hand declare with me in the name of Jesus I declare I shall not perish I shall not be perished I shall not perish I shall not be perished in the name of Jesus lift up your right hand and declare the in Jesus name we pray bring that to folks bring that to folks when they want to call for bad news it will not be your own portion the phone call that will make you start mourning the, the news that will bring the shock news of mourning the shock news of weeping I want you to declare, say, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus I, declare, I declare, I will not receive bad news. I will not receive evil news. No evil news will land on my phone. Say, in the name of Jesus, I declare, I will not receive any negative news. Lift your voice and make that declaration. I block it. I block it. I will not receive evil news. I will not receive evil news. I declare in the 
the name of Jesus. From this hour, from this day, I will not receive any form of negative news. Any form of negative news. I block them from coming to. I block them from coming to. I block them from happening. I block them from happening. I block it. This shall not come to pass. I will not receive any form of negative news. I will not receive any form of evil news. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Make that declaration in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I declare from today. I declare from today. Good news. We come to my phone. Good news. I will receive that. I will receive that. Miracle news. Miracle alert. We drop from my phone. Go ahead and fire rise up. Lift up your right hand, Father. I declare. Oh, yes. Call upon me and I will answer this. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. We've called. We thank you because you have answered. Thank you, Lord. And we thank you because you will show us great oh, and yes. things. Therefore, in the name of Jesus, oh, yes. as we have declared today, oh, nobody will become a widow. Amen. Nobody will become an orphan. Amen. Nobody will suffer loss of parents. Amen. Nobody will suffer loss of children. Amen. Nobody will become a widow. Amen. Nobody will suffer loss of husband. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. This is November. Amen. I prophesy to the remaining days of 2022. Oh, yeah. You shall be days and weeks and months of good news for us. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 2022 oh, will end well yes. for you. Amen. I declare over you. 2022 will end with testimony Amen. for you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. It is our month of celebration. Amen. Nothing shall stand against Amen. you. Nothing shall walk against Amen. you. You have entered to celebrate today. Amen. I see your joy multiply. Amen. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Somebody fire rise at Amen. Amen. Fire rise at Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Say with me, it is done. It is done. Say it is done. It is done. Celebration is my portion. Hallelujah. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Oh, yes. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Now, whilst you want to see if you are born in the month of November, just remain standing. I want to pray for you. If you are born in the month of November, just